Welcome back to episode two of the Off the Rails podcast, also known as the OTR podcast. Uh, in studio today with us, we have Michael Weber, a.k.a. Lil Webb. Yeah. We'll get to you in a second, but first got to do my reads. Bye. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, um, this is our second episode. Episode one came out January 5th, so this one will be up next Tuesday, or this Tuesday really now, January 12th. We figured that date out from last episode, thankfully. Uh, but you can follow us on Instagram at otr.pod, at otrpod. Uh, you can see our shared clips there, pictures, updates. Um, we'll also be sharing clips from the podcast onto our Facebook page as well. But you can find the full podcast in video form on YouTube and the full podcast in audio form anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. We'll have those links out there so that you can find them regardless. And we'll need to announce our giveaway to winner. Not three. I'm, I was wrong. This is the <laughs> second one. So uh, winner two is going to win our portable uh, TV that you can take on the road with you. You can put in your house, whatever you want to do with it. You can take it to some tailgates, watch some of our broadcasts, or uh, you can use it at home for your needs. Hey, thanks, past Caleb. This is Caleb from the future here to announce our giveaway two winner for the portable TV over here. You can't see it. If you're listening on audio, you definitely can't see it. But... Uh, congratulations, Stefan Kendall from Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, thank you for, for hitting that subscribe button on Spotify. Uh, that's, that's how you won. There were a few different ways to win, but you won through the best way possible by hitting the subscribe button here on the OTR podcast. So thank you. And, uh, giveaway three starts now back to you past Caleb. Uh, but that was our second giveaway. We need to announce our third giveaway for this podcast that we will be announcing our third podcast. It is a, drum roll please. Oh. You can see it if you're watching the video format, but if you're not, we're gonna have to explain it to you. So we're really trying to target our moms and dads in the audience this time, because I'm sure we have an overwhelmingly male viewership, but we're gonna try and, and, and expand our, our, our broadcast reach. So we're going to give away a Cuisinart 12-cup programmable coffee maker. Um, I just bought this for myself, and I was like, well, I should probably get one of those two for someone else because we needed a third giveaway item. So you can win that by going to our Instagram, going to our Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching this, and hit that link. It'll take you to our giveaway. You can enter that by subscribing, following the podcast. Uh, just follow the directions through that link. It'll be the main link in our description, and you can get that info. And make sure you guys are using the hashtag, hashtag OTR podcast. Uh, when you're sharing this stuff out, that's another good way to enter giveaways. Uh, we're going to be giving away some pictures. No, we're not. We're not going to give away pictures. We're going to give away some t-shirts. That's what I meant to say. Uh, for our new OTR podcast t-shirts, we're going to be getting those soon. Uh, that's also, if you don't win one, you can buy one or you can support us. That's another good way to help us continue doing these podcasts. But uh, let's jump into today's discussion because I have said everything I need to say as far as intro. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you guys Michael Weber of Low Web Productions. Is that correct? Low Web yep. Productions. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and uh, a little bit about what you do. Um, yeah, well... So far, I am into uh, sports media, so far filming-wise and all that. I do my own stuff, but I also do some 
freelance stuff, I kind of like, I do some stuff for store travels and stuff for like the Earl's Basketball Association and here soon the new Ohio Volleyball Association soon. So that'll be pretty fun. So doing a bunch of stuff video wise and yeah, so far it's been pretty fun. And also back then I was a former football player in high school for Cambridge. Didn't really start in any varsity aims, but still I had a lot of fun. a good time, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. And one more thing before we get going, because I've forgotten last episode too. We're supposed to be joined by a mystery man named Ethan Clewell. He usually will be sitting over here to our left, but uh, he is still out of the office with a sickness, mm. per se. Uh, we can say it. He has coronavirus, or he did. He's, I think his, his last day is tomorrow, so he'll be back for every other episode. But until then, we don't have any fact checks. Don't know why we'd really need them. We're not going crazy political, I guess. But we don't have anyone to really help us look up any info. Uh, we're going to be doing all the switching manually. But that's okay. We're going to get through it, and it's going to sound just fine. Um, so you do a lot of production stuff, too. Um, I do as well. That's why we're doing this. But uh, what got you kind of into the sports media stuff? Um, well, ever since I was, like, even when I was young in middle school, and that's um, me and my brother used to make like little funny short videos where it'd be like slideshows and that and we had a lot of fun doing those and then later on as Rick went to college and I went to high school Rick started doing a bunch of lols and all that and I was just like maybe I should start doing that so my junior year I got the idea since there really hasn't been many YouTubers doing like game day things for like high school football right I was thinking about doing like game day vlogs and stuff like that, and picked the right time to do that because <laughs> that was when we went to the playoffs. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it was great to kind of do vlogs and that to show that, show how the team went to the playoffs and all that and all the fun that was leading up to that point. And then senior year, I decided to turn it into well, yeah, I think it was my junior year. I started turning it into like highlights. For okay. like basketball and stuff, because I didn't have anything to do in the winter and stuff like that. So I just started filming basketball, and then when Earl's basketball filming, that's um, my senior year, and that year they made it to regionals. So in perfect timing for that. So yeah, yeah. and then it led, led to a whole bunch of other things like store drivers contacted me right right like my senior year and was like, hey, if you're interested, we and have you um aims and do some social media so started doing that and then later on it led to me being a videographer for them during football season the next year so it was pretty fun yeah that's awesome and so you said you started with the game day stuff now walk walk me through what a game day vlog looks like is that are you just going to the games like story drivers and doing highlights or are you going little before getting a little bit of like what the day looks like for the players more uh, it's I like what the day I looks like for the players like usually I start out in the morning like me like waking up in the morning Anna and just like on my way to school and all that then it huts right to like after school like sometimes I would be going to eat my pre a meal and my senior year I actually turned that to where I did a poll I would do like, a poll thing where I would like have two options for fast food places now I'd have people put down like votes which place I should go to and I'd check the poll I'd have it timed so that way right after school I can check the results and then I can check the results and 
that's where I would be on would be what people mm-hmm. most voted. So it was kind of fun doing that part. And then I'd get to the lot room and then we do pre-aim festivities and stuff like that. Like we'd be jamming to some music and all that. And sometimes walking around on the field just to like get a feel for stuff. And if it's a weight aim, I'll like get some footage of us in on the bus and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. And so you actually, you did, this was in high school still when you were doing this. So you, um, some poll, you know, you were interacting with your fans or your, you know, you're following at a pretty early age just to get, that's pretty cool. I, uh, I, I never even think of something like that. So that's really cool to do, you know, that fan engagement, that, that, you know, student even engagement. I'm sure you had a lot of students following you from the area too. Um, but what is, what, what's next for you? What, what do you got planned for 2021? I know we're just getting into it. <laughs> Me and you both, we really haven't had much to do yet. It's, it's for, for everyone, it's the 12th. So we've probably done some games by then, but for us right now, it's only January what 4th. Yeah. So what do you got planned for this year? You know, the whole year maybe, or even just, you know, at the beginning of the year, maybe even football season. So, yeah, well, so far, um, of course, basketball season's still going on. So right. going to do some highlights of that. And then later on, I'll go into the spring sports and all that. But eventually, I want to start doing um, motivational videos. Because okay. with my story and all that, I wanted to sometimes be a motivational speaker. So, yeah, and we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, um, I think I want to do like, a couple documentaries. I was working on one. Last, this last year during February, but then COVID happened and all that, and yeah, at, um, it was gonna be about like esports, like how it's grown so much to like now high schools and mm-hmm. even some middle schools. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really cool. It's becoming very big, right? It's it's a, it's an easy way for uh, students to get involved, and and you know maybe they're not the best at you know something like something like basketball or football. I was probably the same way, except I played basketball and, and a little bit of football. I didn't play, but I was really into the gaming, you know. So that pro- if I would have had that opportunity in high school to play, you know, esports, I, I might have done that, you know, because same thing. It, it all kind of ties together, you know, the gaming and then getting into you know computer stuff and then video and all that. But that would have been a cool documentary. We might have to. I'm excited to see what you do with that in the future. But um, oh yeah, now you had a. Oh, uh, what was it? Was it uh, was it this one? The why I play football was that? How how long ago was that video? Um, that one I came out with that video like the beginning of senior year. Yeah, like I was I posted that like the day before our preview against I Trail and mm-hmm. all that. And as soon as I posted the video, so many people were it blew up, <laughs> didn't it? Oh yeah, like I I had like so many notifications going off on Twitter of like people retweeting it, sharing it all over the place. Yeah, that's really cool. I uh I was thinking what was the what was the video series you did for Cambridge this season going in for football season? Uh um that one it was um Radar Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In that yeah, there's actually um three seasons of it. First seasons like the first preseason where it's like they have a brand new head coach. I wanted to kind of, show how that is and then second one was well i wanted to do like a game week i wanted to do the rivalry game but that one i was really busy at the time so the only one i can do was the bel air aim but that one turned out to be really good because that was like one of the best aims of the season although really? 
yeah, although it ended in a loss, but... Still a good game, right? It was exciting, at least. Oh, yeah. Triple overtime, it was... (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that series. I was watching it a lot um, when you were putting those out. And actually, since people are listening and watching, um, what's a good place for them to find you to watch this content? Oh, find uh, on my YouTube channel, just search Lil Web. And then um, it should pop up. Plus, it's also in the playlist. I have playlists for each of the seasons and and all that. Um, like recently, the third season, that one, um, preseason returns. That one, probably one of my best ones. Is that one I had like a new camera and everything like that. And oh yeah. Now what camera? What camera did you end up getting now? Um, I now have a Canon G7s. Cool. So I got that one because my brother used that one as well mm-hmm. and all that. And now your brother, he you know he did some of the vlogs, some of that stuff. Now he is a, a DJ, is that correct? Yep. And what uh, what, what kind of stuff does he do uh, out? You know, is, is he still in the area? Is he somewhere else? What's he um, doing? He he now lives in um, North Carolina, uh, in that he's starting his own DJ business there. It's pretty cool and all that. He's uh, I it's like for he's out like so many subscribers on there. Like really? it's like twenty or thirty thousand. I'm oh, like. Man. I'm still stuck at 600 or 700. <laughs> oh, not after this podcast. We're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna have you in the millions. Uh, maybe maybe million, negative millions. We don't we don't have very many followers yet. But you're part of it. You're the pioneer. You're the second pioneer. Actually, Eli was on here last episode, and you two went to school together, didn't you? Oh yeah, me and him went to the same high school, same class. And I remember a talent show. Me and him were pretty much like the stars of it. As he was on the drums, and I was breakdancing <laughs> later on. So, oh, that's funny. Now, uh, tying all that together with the with the sports and everything, uh, I know one of the main talking points is going to be your story. So, you want to talk us through um, a little bit of that? You know, your earlier years. You know how that affected you, how autism affected you during that time, um, and you know how how you're doing now, and and what your future goals are. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, at uh, the age of three, I was diagnosed with autism um, in that sense. Originally, they, I think they originally diagnosed me with um, Asperger's, okay. which is I like somewhere on the spectrum. I mean that, but uh, I think Eminem has has that Asperger's. Um, yeah, I think he mentions it in a few songs. I think. And, I yeah, and then um, and then also later on they then said that it was actually high-function autism, which, yeah, it's kind of like a lower progression. I have autism, like... Okay. Um, but uh, it still kind of affected me a little bit. Like, um, originally, when I was really, like, five or six years old, I had trouble, like, trying to walk correctly, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it was still, like, speech. Like, I couldn't pronounce my Ks or G sounds. Okay. Sounds and all that, so... It... Yeah, it led to a lot of love, interest, and like, yeah, kind of experiences. Right. What um, now? Did how how did that affect you during? You know, you you talked earlier. How much did that affect you during middle school or even high school? And uh, how did that make you who you are today and what you're doing now? Because mm. this is this is awesome to have you on, and and you're doing the production stuff just like us. And uh, I. I love seeing you at games. I, <laughs> I'll see a lot of the Cambridge games. I know that, but walk us a little bit through that throughout through that as well. Um, yeah, throughout um, elementary school and all throughout middle school and some of high school, I had to like 
go out at classes from time to time, do speech therapy and stuff like that. And it, I mean, it kind of helped me. I mean, it progressed to where I am now pronounce some of it correctly. Mm -hmm. But um, and then also middle school, um, I still wasn't like talking like Hayes and G sounds right. And I remember some people just started pitting on me for it right. and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I have been bullied constantly during middle school. And how did that, um, how did that make you, did it make you stronger, you think, you know, over time? And um, yeah. Who were, did you have anyone you, you know, you could confide with at, at school? Who were some of your, your friends there? Um, well, I had a few, like, really close friends, and of mine from elementary school. One of mine was even friends with me since preschool on that. But then, uh, like, but there were so many people, like, pitting on me that it was just hard to try to find somebody to talk to, as it was. Yeah. Sometimes they would be busy in that, and then also it was, it was like, it was kind of weird, because the sight one was like, somebody would start pitting on me, and then I'd go to the principal and talk about it and all that, mm -hmm. and then they'd in trouble, but then as soon as I feel like, as if, oh, like, I finally got him off my bat, then all of a sudden there'd be more. Yeah. Or in that, it was kind of like, it's kind of like the analogy of like, if you cut the head off of one, like, like two more appear. The, the Hydra, is that what it, I think that's what it is. It's yeah, it was like... So the, has three heads, and then if you cut yeah. one off, it grows two more. Yeah, I've heard that. Now, um, was that was middle school. Did it continue into high school, or did, um, you know, did people grow up? Some people don't, <laughs> but <laughs> how did that work? I mean, when I did own high school, there were, there were still a few, but I don't know. It was just, there wasn't as many, yeah. but... Yeah, and then also in high school, or she, since I was the underclassman, you had some of the upperclassmen who... Right, and did you play football? When did you start playing football? So, like, um, did you start in high school, or was it more, did you start earlier, or... Um, well, um, well, during New Elmer's school, I actually played uh, flight football. Okay, yeah, I think um, I played that, too. We might have. But uh, I wanted... the same field, I don't know. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but then um, after fifth grade, I was like talking to my parents i was like i want to do tackle football but they said nah like because the other thing with autism i think i don't know if it was with autism or if it was something else but it was like i had like a really like high pain tolerance when it comes to like uh, okay. like broken bones or something so they were worried so you about really the, know even if yeah yeah and stuff like that so because how they found out was one time i my eardrum burst once overnight and i and i didn't even know until oh. until i noticed blood on the pillow that you didn't feel it nah i didn't really feel well you're so lucky those <laughs> i i have a lot of i get i still do you know as a kid i would get a lot of ear infections mm. and those would hurt but i had i think i did two of the ear tube surgeries on this ear and one or two on this ear and when those things burst mm. that, i think that might that's up there with some of the worst pain but yeah it's it's very difficult so sorry wh when did you get back into football uh well what i mean back into football was um well throughout Rick's high, high school and all that i was mm -hmm. water boy and stuff like that for the high school team so that was like kind of my way of being in high football and but then uh freshman year i was still team manager and stuff like that and then going into my sophomore year i was Still a team manager going into preseason. And then one night, my parents walked into the room before I was going to bed. Mm -hmm. And they said, 
look like you're now like 16 and all that. You know the risks of all this, so we're gonna let you decide oh, if you cool. want to play football or not. So me being wanting to play football, plus I was already going through a bunch of like like depression and all that. Yeah. I was like, this is like this is such a big moment. So I was just like, I'm gonna do it immediately. So next day. <laughs> Went into coach's office and said, I want to play football on that. And Coach Un looked at me and said, all right, we'll get your football helmet here soon. But until then, we'll have you walking around with the team and all that. And the whole team, I rallied around that. That's they were cool. just like, I welcomed me and all that. And it was, it was pretty fun. Cool. And now you were playing football too. What, when did you do the why I play football? That was your senior year? Yeah. And so did what, what was I know, obviously why I play football it's going to be about why you played football but uh walk us a little bit through that video as well um maybe you know some of the key points of it and uh, you know what well, I I'd seen some of it but for but for people that haven't seen it tell them a little bit about what it's about you know who maybe some people that inspired you to make that even I don't know if there is anybody but go for that um I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um what I mean to doing the video was, um, I was like, knowing I have such a cool story in that and not many people know about it, I was like, this would be the perfect time, like, going in my senior year, this would be the one time to, like, show the in inspirational side of me. Mm -hmm. And also, throughout the video, I was mentioning about, like, how I was picked on sometimes and then what, um, which what got me into football was I was looking for more friends and that, so. Yeah. And and that but, and, and your team there in uh, Cambridge, they rallied around you pretty well and oh yeah, like took you in and then we're like you're one like as soon as you, as soon as you walked into that office, right? You yeah. playing and then you walk right out and they're like welcome to the team. <laughs> yeah, like my like throughout my sophomore year, there was a few times where I was picked on, but luckily I had teammates to help me out. Where it was if I was having a bad day or if like they were still itting on me or stuff like that, and so I still had really close teammates and i'm still really close friends with some of them to this day yeah, who who are some of those guys that, that you played with um some of them um a few of the key ones like there were so many of them but right. the key ones probably alex valentine um and probably connor lepla yeah on them and those guys uh, i know lepla i've heard of alex what um what are they doing now are they still are they in school now or are they in college um, yeah i think I think Lep, um, I think he's still in college in that, um, but uh, Alex Valentine, he goes to OU. Okay. So. OU. Uh, wh where's that? Is that Mount Union? I forget. What's Where's the one place you went and saw the guy that does the YouTube? Uh, vlogs? Mount Union. Is that, what, what's his name again? Uh, Devontae Fritia. And he does, uh, he just, he's a football player, is that right? Uh, basketball. Or basketball, you're right. He's a basketball player and he does vlogs and all that kind of stuff. You got to meet him actually, didn't you? Yeah, I had to meet him a couple of times. I had to meet him once when Miss Enum was playing and them. Because also I wanted to see Alex Massinelli because he was playing oh, yeah. college and that. And then um, the second time was when Mount Enum was in the Division Three tournaments. And okay. that one was really cool. And you made a vlog about that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. One of the players for Mount Enum scored what was it 53 points in that in wow. aim so it was like holy crap how about uh how about them buckeyes oh <laughs> <laughs> Put, putting a little Man. bit of a beating on clemson right number, yeah that makes them what the number 12 team in the country 
Is that, is that how that works? <laughs> oh, man. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen so many people talking about how Dabo was taught. Oh, that's all I heard while we were watching the game is people saying that. But, uh, yeah, they're moving on. Now they play what? They play yesterday. Yeah, yeah, because it's the twelfth. But <laughs> they play what the eleventh? Is that right? Or yeah, they play the eleventh against Alabama, depending on how faint ill is there's. Right, they yeah. can still. You don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, yeah. I know Ohio State still has some problems with COVID. Yeah. So what are you thinking? What are, what are, what are your predictions? Um, I mean, I don't really want my prediction dust yet, as that one was still shot in butts. I'm hoping Ohio State will keep it close. How about Fields is uh perseverance there on the field uh the way that he came back from the season that's how he was having a bit of a rough time there on towards the end and then it immediately just during this playoffs he just turns into another beast kind of reminds me of um a little bit of like a little bit of hardell jones yeah a little <laughs> bit it I was like <laughs> what yeah. are some of your what are some of your favorite sports Maybe even memory. Let's do memories first. How, what are some of your favorite football memories? You know, whether that's games or, or just practice time or whatever it is. What are some of those? Um, definitely my favorite one to, of course, remember for um, varsity-wise, as was, of course, playoffs. When we had to go to Johnstown and all that, as that one. Just the experience of being a part of playoffs and also knowing that, like, nobody's done this in the past asked like ever since 2006 when they went undefeated and all that so it was like to be a part of history and all that it just it was just so amazing oh and i you know as well as me because you've been you know filming football and stuff now too but you know there's nothing like going to a playoff game and and just being even just i didn't really play football in high school but even just being on the sideline with a camera you're like this is Oh yeah, like, like it's unreal. So. Like one one time, I went with uh, Store Devils to mm-hmm. um, when Linton Valley was in the state semifinals. I think against Gerard at New Philly. I feel it was at New Philly or Dover. But I just remember being on the sidelines of that and the noise of the crowd. It was like, oh my goodness, and it was really really close aim, aim that one. And so. do you miss uh, do you miss the noise of the crowd with <laughs> with uh, with twenty twenty being how it uh, was. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to. I don't I don't know how the NBA and and these football players. I don't know how they have any motivation to play. You know, it's yeah. I it feel like practice, but some of those guys are actually thriving. Um, like I know there's some some I don't know their names, but there's some of the NBA guys that were doing really really good in the bubble. Oh yeah, they weren't doing real good beforehand. Yeah, I don't know if it's like I feel like some players. It's like sometimes they feed off the energy of fans and all that, so that have impacts it but also there's just some that like even when they're like sometimes they can be in like the gym during like a pickup game and they'll be on off of like so many points and doing so many assists so it's like some of those players it's like i don't know if it's like they have like a switch where it's like just when they step on the court it's just they're just focused in yeah i i get that that's and see i didn't really play i played one year of football i played in eighth grade um, and this, I'll tell a little bit of a story, I guess, but, uh, you know, in eighth grade I played, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, but that was the first year I ever played. So, you know, all these other guys, they had had experience. They knew what they were doing. I, I I'm smart. So I kind of, that sounded a little air but I, you know, I, 
I have a little bit of a brain on me, so I, you know, I could catch on pretty quick to the play side and stuff of, okay, this is what this does, this is how this works. So I, I understood a little bit of it, and I played tight end, did a lot more blocking than I did catching, but uh, I do remember my first catch was a Hail Mary, I think, I don't, I'm pretty sure. It was at the end of the second quarter, so... And I remember I was running, and I looked up. I was like, "Oh, that ball's coming at me!" Oh no! And <laughs> so I, I, I ran. I caught it, and I was running. And this is before Meadowbrook had their uh, turf, mm. so it was just grass and some lines. So I was running, and I thought the five yard line was the end zone. <laughs> so I, like, I was still running, but I slowed up a, like a lot. So I was like running, like, "Oh, good, I made it!" And then I got tackled, like this far from the end zone on like in it was the last play of the half so like we just had to go to half but that that was my first catch that's all i remember and then um something else i remembered from eighth grade was i was sitting there or i wasn't sitting there we were playing football so i was running around but it was i don't think it was any special play or anything but i ran out i ran a post so i run to the corner and i'm wide open I see the ball's coming right at me from Dalton. You know, Dalton Wiggins? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, perfect spiral, obviously, because it's Dalton Wiggins. But So, it's coming in. I'm right here. I'm, like, ready to catch it. And then I see another one of our buddies run over. It was like a, a deer jumping over a fence. I'm just sitting there ready to catch it. And I see this guy come up in front of me, <laughs> jump up, and catch this ball in the end zone. So, it was, it was a touchdown regardless. But... Mm. It was so, like, I just remember that. I was like, oh, no. Like, I was so sad, but <laughs> it's eighth grade. It doesn't matter. But then going into our uh, freshman year, and this shows you where I'm very hard-headed. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I want to do my own thing. Like, so, you know, me, me and football didn't really work out <laughs> because to play football, you, you know, I understand it now, but at the time, you know, coaches are going to yell real hard at you. And I don't mind the yelling. I took it a lot in mm. basketball, but... You know, just like yeah. <laughs> when it's excessive, I'm almost like, ah, oh, like, but, but I understand it now. It's what's necessary. But, uh, I remember we were playing, it was just practice and I was lined up. I was playing weak, weak side, whatever, linebacker. And, uh, I'm sitting there and <sighs> what happened? I'm trying to remember it exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there on, and he calls whatever, you know, whatever means I'm going to the left side. I know strong side's going right side. So he calls right, like he calls strong side right. So I'm over here on the left and he's, you know, it's, it's just a quiet day. There's no fans yelling. There's no one screaming. And he goes, he yells whatever the word, I forget what it, but he was yelling in my ear, <laughs> whatever, left, left, left. And I'm like, oh, like I'm in the wrong spot. Uh oh. And so. I t like I'm like I know I'm in the right spot, but I was like he he's still yelling it. So I ran over to the right side, and and then after that plays like, what are you doing? And I, I'm like, well you were yelling left, but I was on the left, you know or whatever. And he's like, well just just because I'm yelling at you doesn't mean you're wrong. And you know I understand like because I'd never played in high school, so they have to yell really loud. Oh, yeah. Because you know, the game's going on, there's so many people yelling and screaming, everything's... So I get it, but at the time, I'm like, I was doing it right, don't yell at me. And so, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I'm not doing this. So I just, I ended up not playing at all. Almost played senior year, but I ended <laughs> up not doing that either, for other reasons. But, 
um, that's like the extent of my football career. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna say throughout my football career, there's been so many like JV moments that I still remember. Like, as I remember going into like sophomore year and stuff like that, at fruit, I feel like after the first two aims. I started giving the nickname to JV team where it's um, calling them the revenge team because it was like in times of like varsity losing, I'd go up to like some of the JV players and be like, hey, just be ready for tomorrow. We're in revenge on this team. So next day, it would be like like seven or eight in the morning. We'd get up, uh, go. We'd either be going straight to the stadium or we'd be going to the stadium and hanging on the bus to go. However many miles to to the other team's place, mm-hmm. and then I'd be on. I'd be like, "This is our revenge game." So, and I still remember like there's been so many times where we on revenge on teams. That's cool. Like, so you you get beaten, then you go beat them Saturday. Yeah, it'll be like Saturday yeah. 10 a.m. and all that. There wouldn't be as many people sometimes as it's 10 in the morning. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I've been some to a people few are. JV games. Yeah, but uh, I remember. I remember our eighth grade year, we were really good. I think we went eight and one or something like that. But we would have more, and it might be just us being young and, you know, your imagination, you imagine it this way when you're young. But I think we had more fans at our eighth grade games than we did the high school games. But, you know, as the as our group grew up, some of us, but we they still had a really good group going into um, high school. But I just remember I'd go to these games. And I'm like, this looks like a high school football game. <laughs> you know, we'd have hundreds and hundreds of people there, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah, yeah like, so, um, there's been there's been a few JV games where um we'd have um sometimes we'd have a Monday night night JV game, and sometimes those ones were always so exciting as it was like we had more people at them as not many people had much to do on Monday night except for maybe watch Monday night football later on, but. We'd be playing Monday night sometimes. Like I remember, the one time we played Monday night my sophomore year was against Butt I Trail, and this was my first time in JV starting at um, special teams mm-hmm. at off of kick return. So we we hit the opening kickoff of and as I'm running down the field, you know, to oh, it whoever's at the ball, oh, immediately I get nailed by this huge lineman sized dude. And I'm just looking up at the round. I'm like, oh, well, this is quite a Monday. <laughs> eh? And then next half, half it was, um, we were kicking off in for the next half. And but I trail as coming down the field, coming down to like the north near their side line. Mm-hmm. And he breaks tackle right in front of me, and which leaves me an open spot. So I try to like wrap up, but he's like much taller than me. So I had to like grab like, I'd like around here, around like the waist in that, and then had to grab the ch- like chest area right here, and twist him around, and then immediately, I, as I'm on the round, I still have my hand on his chest, and I just see him just it was slam right into the <laughs> that's fun. round, and that was like my very first solo tackle of really? my career. That's so cool. I was so excited coming out sidelines, giving high fives and that. Yeah, that's really cool. You have any other any first you remember from football other than that? Um, oh yeah, like. There's, I mean, other than the revenge games and that, uh, there was one time we traveled all the way to John Marshall to play them mm-hmm. in a JV game. And one of the players forgot their, who was like our best defensive player, forgot their helmet 
And oh. our, of course, our JV coach is like, "How do you fit your helmet? It's the heaviest fin, <laughs> one of the heaviest fins in your bat." So he's going around to some of the players, like who has like the same like who has like the same size as that at who and let me borrow their helmet. And of course, I had the same size, so he borrowed my helmet helmet <laughs> during the game. So since I was on the special teams, it would always be out OM going on kickoffs, mm-hmm. come down the field, and then right as the kickoffs ending, he's coming on the field, so I'm taking off a helmet and giving it to him. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and, well, who was that again? Uh, Seth Obi. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and it was... So he just he just called him out for leaving his helmet at home. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it was actually... um, Yeah, and it was actually a pivotal moment in the JV game as he made so many tackles that aim, I think, yeah. and we ended up winning the aim by... Like, feels like we won it by like four or six points so and so many people after the game i remember one of my teammates as we're in the break he's like hey everyone unfaint little web for giving <laughs> seth the help his helmet so he can play <laughs> that's funny and so um what was that what about other sport what about baseball basketball um outside of maybe playing those? Uh, what are you doing did you play any other sports um the only other sport that I did was um, track and field during the spring. I was a f- thrower. Okay. So. What'd you throw? Discus or shot or? Um, I did both, both but yeah. I was mostly a discus. Cause okay. shot put, I I only threw like I think my best was like twenty five feet eat or something like that. Mm-hmm. When when other people were like Garrett pretty much throwed twice that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I am excited. I know we still got half of basketball season left, but. I'm excited for, you know, spring sports because they didn't get to have those last year. Oh yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be super fun. Plus, uh, do you do any filming for that too? Is oh yeah, and, like um, I was gonna do a track meet, but then COVID happened. Yeah, and all that, and then um, also I did like, I did one softball game. I was gonna do some other ones, and then baseball. That one I pretty much filmed that and. The year I started doing that was the year they made to the, I feel it's the district semifinals, but oh, okay. that one they lost to State Clarksville, who later went on to state final four, oh. or and all that. So and it was a host game that one, because it was like Cambridge had the lead like two. I feel it was like three to one. Then all of a sudden St. Clarksville came back to win it. So they were they were winning what what was it two to one? Yeah, I feel it was like. It was either two, two to one or two to nothing, and then St. Clairsville came all the way back. Oh, that's rough. I remember. I think baseball was my favorite sport in high school, so I remember a lot of, a lot of baseball memories. We went to. I don't know where we were playing, but we went and we were in the tournament. But I think this was our freshman year, and so freshman year baseball, our varsity team, we started six freshmen and three sophomores. <laughs> No juniors, no seniors. We had, I think we had one or two juniors or seniors, mm. but we started six freshmen, three sophomores, and we got beat a lot. I mean, we got we got destroyed, but we, we we ended up in the in the playoffs, and we were like the last seed, and we were playing. Oh, there's a really good football or not football. There's a really good baseball school uh, down on the river somewhere. I don't think it, it might. I think River's decent too, but I forget <laughs> who it is. But we we were playing. They were the two seed at the time, and uh, we ended up beating them. Our our pitcher, 
threw a no hitter, <laughs> and he was a uh, he was a sophomore at the time, Austin Clinton. I don't know, if, but he threw a no hitter or a one hit. I think it was a no hitter, but it was just like it was amazing because hmm. we and it oh, that that was like I think one of my favorite baseball memories. And actually, my senior year, I only could designated hit <laughs> because I tore my labrum in my in my throwing arm, so my right arm, and. I, I didn't get it checked out after the season because I wanted to play. You know, I was like, it's it hurts, <laughs> but it didn't hurt to swing. You know, I could do that, but I couldn't do anything overhead. So I remember just DHing all year, and we did okay. We had an okay season, but uh, baseball was fun. I'm excited to see how, um, you know, with I guess that doesn't those two sentences don't go together. I'm excited and with COVID, but <laughs> but I'm excited to see what what changes and how we can adapt to make, you know, baseball, softball, track season work with, uh, you know, video, because I, I think a lot of these schools are going to need, you know, live streams and stuff. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Like, um, I still you know, remember, what was it? Uh, summer baseball that was going on and that I was doing a lot of filming there and all that since that it was weird. as also, they didn't really have much restriction on fans and that. Really? Well, uh, and that's what I'm curious about too, is, with baseball, softball, track would be a little more difficult. But with mm. those two, I think you can get a lot of, you know, there's, you could almost park on the fence line. You know, oh, yeah. And just sit in your car and watch. <laughs> yeah. You're the, not afraid of getting hit with a home run. I was about to say, or um, the one idea that I actually had when summer baseball was about to start up was since Cambridge was at the part in that, I was like, while they do like, kind of with 4th of July, they bought off that little mm -hmm. street section there. So I was like, well, if they bought off that street section, and if that to like, all right, fans, and be around here, and, and be watching around the fence and stuff like that. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we need to talk to some towing and, and repair companies, <laughs> and get some dump trucks and some stuff out there. We can just hoist everyone up in the air, make them some money. That's a good idea. Oh yeah, I think there was. Um, I saw when I was in or when I was um, stuck uh, inside, and that during like much of May, and that. I was seeing soccer was returning for some of these other countries in Europe. Yep. One country in Europe, their team returned but had like no capacity crowd. The crowd was outside. Some of them rented those big huge trucks, uh -huh. that with the big huge <laughs> carrying thing, and they were just watching the aim from those things and had street flares. That's <laughs> funny. And there was a picture of it. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and how about how about? college sports or do you have any yeah. interest in doing any any filming for that in the future um i mean i do i have some i mean are you are you pretty cambridge exclusive i mean so far it's pretty Cambridge exclusive but i might i try to but i don't know as like i know ncaa has some restrictions on that and of course but uh i did do but i did also do like one college sports um it was like one of the smaller like rec leagues oh, like okay. rec yeah, one of the smaller, I don't know what, the, it feels like a junior like a college, pretty much. Recreation. Like, was it a rec league? Is that what it was? Or was it more um, like intramurals? I mean, kind of, I don't know. It was like, it was for Ohio University, Zanesville, back when they used to have basketball. Oh, okay. they, they don't have it anymore. Or, and they were facing OU Eastern. Yeah. And it was, um, yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I think it was like a community college league or something like that. Uh, where it was like a bunch of community colleges in Ohio. Yeah. Stuff like that. And now we're both working GBA, right? 
Hopefully yeah. we get some kind of season. I know we have some Ohio Hoops tournaments coming up. Everyone else is like, what is that? What, what are you talking <laughs> about? But uh, how's that been for you? You've been enjoying the GBA stuff slash Tri-State slash, you know, whatever it is at that time. But oh, yeah. it? it's been fun. Yeah, like I enjoy just overall filming it and in the ode to some of these cool little sports complexes. Like when we went to week one of the Tri-State Youth Fleet, that was all in to see the brand new Highlands sports facility there. That oh, was yeah, that's a nice facility, isn't it? Oh yeah, like it was like they had a full football all field, not just outside but another one inside, and then they had this arcade in that and really good chest stand food. I was like, wow, like this was huge for Highlands, especially since there's so much stuff to do there now <laughs> around yeah. the Highlands. Yeah, and it's uh. That just got built this year, and it is a massive facility. I mean, they've got, what, eight basketball – six or eight basketball courts. I think it's six. Six, okay. but then they have double that. you got 12 volleyball courts in there. Yeah. Um, so there is – I mean, it is a big place. It's nice. The food's really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they have, like, a – basically, a, a it's a concession stand, but it's much better than a concession stand. They've got pretzels – popcorn they've got fries and burgers, all that <laughs> chicken they they sound chick-fil-a is that what it was um the that one week i remember there was they were saying that but they were didn't they didn't there in time but they didn't <laughs> I, I don't know if it was that but uh i think they i don't know they said they usually do but they didn't have it this day or something like that <laughs> yeah i don't remember i think i got one when i was there so i'm not sure about that <laughs> now how about fantasy football do you do any fantasy football you in some leagues um, no nah, i used to be in one back then with some of my friends and i was luckily i was like the center for the last in the standings <laughs> yeah i used to play a lot of fantasy football I, I haven't even been really keeping up with the nfl that much anymore i used to keep up with it a lot because i was playing fantasy and i had two or three leagues but mm. i got kind of bored with it but um yeah, how about, this is, I think this news came out today, but it'll be a week, but how about uh, Larry Fitzgerald retiring? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's retiring uh, after 17 years, I believe is what it is. Wow. <laughs> 17,400 rushing yards, or <laughs> receiving yards, so he's got, dang. he's averaging 1,000 a year, I mean, that's a pretty pretty dang good career. So. Yeah, that that is pretty good. good. Yeah, and also, of course, this season, the Browns, yeah, after the so playoffs. long, after so long, finally made it to the playoff. <laughs> I saw, uh, I had some people in my, my my Facebook feed saying that the Browns' playoffs, no playoff streak was older than their kids, and, <laughs> and they had they had some, some high school-aged kids, and so I'd say, uh, oh, yeah. congratulations, Browns, I guess. I'm a Steelers fan, so oh yeah, like, we'll see what happens. There, there was... I, um, for me, I was, I'm, I'm a fan of the Browns as I've been to some of the training camps. Camps yeah, of theirs. I've actually been to one of the Bengals training camps. They're, they're interesting. Oh yeah. Especially since with, with those, it's free to go in there right. and also get the chance to possibly get an autograph from some of them. Cause mm -hmm. I remember the one time I went and when, uh, it was like Baker Mayfield and them, it was so packed at the round the place. And I remember going up, um, Afterwards, Richard Higgins was like one of the audit refs I got, and he's now one of the best wide receivers on huh. the team. And then 
next guy was Miles Garrett. <laughs> oh, so, that's, yeah, that's pretty, yeah. yeah it's a good the, day, right? And the interesting thing with him was, it was, I gave him the football to sign, he signed it, but then he hold on to it, because there was like a few other people who had footballs, so he was signing those, and then by the time he, it's back to even me mine, he didn't know if he signed it or not, so he signed it again. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a double sign Miles Garrett? Yeah. Well, well, there you go, it's like a misprint. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Card. Yeah, that's rare, <laughs> right? But uh, how about how about what what in? I guess what I'm I, I'm thinking top players in your in in sports. You mm. know, how are there any sports you don't really know a bunch? I mean, there's obviously a, a million sports. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start naming sports. I want to see who you think the best is in mm. that sport ever. All right. Let's start with football. Who's your Who's your number one? That one's kind of tricky. Yeah, I mean, there's some old legends that I remember. Your top three, if you have to. Uh, top three, I'd probably say it would be. I I hate to say, but Tom Brady's Abby in there. That's pretty good, <laughs> of course. But um, I'd probably have to say also Lawrence Taylor, and one of the old ones uh, would probably be probably. I want to say either Jim Brown or or Walter Payton. Yeah, that's a good lineup right there. That's pretty good. How about how about basketball? Oh, of course, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Or funny enough, um, actually, I remember back then my brother he was a when he was little he was a big fan of Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. and I remember my parents mentioning to me when I was born or how I at the name Michael was of course was um one of my mom's someone on my mom's side of the family had that name as well. Oh, so that's why they even named Michael. As oh, soon as Rit okay. heard, he was like, you should make the middle name Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that your middle name? Um, no, nah, it's uh, Flynn, but yeah. it could have been Michael Jordan. <laughs> How about, um, oh, I were on basketball. Were you at the, I don't, I don't remember if you, I think you were. Were you at the Ohio Hoops tournament when Kobe crashed his helicopter? Oh yeah, that was. Were you there at that one? It was in Coshocton. Yeah, I I still remember like I was like checking my phone and I saw like somebody post the TMZ like screenshot of it on Snapchat and I was like, there's no way like this is. I at first I was like this is gotta be fake and then I see a bunch of other people yeah. posting it and then the time I knew it was real was when I checked Twitter I was like this can't be. Then I saw ESPN confirming it and I was like mm. I was just shocked like. Yeah, I just remember sitting there and I was like. Yeah, right. Yeah, like that that I feel like that moment was probably when the year was like starting to turn. It, it went downhill pretty quick after that, right? Yeah, of course it was, we started the year pretty crazy too. We had January. Well, actually, January gave us Tiger King, <laughs> so we got we got a decent start to the year. Yeah, and then we had can't we had a really good Super Bowl there with Kansas City and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, who did they play? Oh, Kansas City and San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, and then and then even before that we had. Joe, we had Joe Burrow winning the national title yeah. and that, which was Your old local boy. Yeah, really. it, that like, one was Iffer. Right or Canton? Is it Athens? Um, Athens. Athens. Yeah, as I as I remember, people at OU that was like the most excited I've seen because <laughs> so, there were so many people. Well, there's usually so many people at the bars and that. Well, not now due to COVID, right. but uh, I remember the bars will always be packed. But that night it was like the bars were packed and they were all celebrating when Joe Burrow <laughs> won the national title and That's stuff. That's awesome. And then what? March came. We locked everything down. There was supposed to be a meteor hit the earth. Everything <laughs> started going downhill. Really. Yeah. Like um, 
Yeah, I still remember there was. I still remember I was actually um, with Store Rivals the on March eleventh. Was and, that the Meadowbrook game? Um, not it was um Harvest Prep was playing and so it was oh, that Ridgewood was the day before I think. Right? Yeah, it was like there was they did limited crowds where it was just just mm-hmm. athletes, family members, and essential personnel, and then it was so weird. And then I get the news of like NBA suspending season of Rudy Gobert uh, COVID. Yeah, and then. The next day, all of a sudden, it's I hear every pro sports is Literally. postponing their season and stuff like that, and canceling things. And at me, I hear OHSA they end up postponing the winter sports tournaments and all that. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, that was like I as soon as that day happened, that was like almost the sports world highlight stopped. I is is I I remember it because I was getting ready to we were. We were planning and scheming a way to go and live stream it. Mm. We were trying to figure that out, but of course everything was just, it just hit all that night. And so I was like, eh. But ended up it didn't matter anyway because they didn't have the game. But I was going to be at that game taking pictures. Mm. Um, and I remember they were like, ah, oh, they're not, they're postponing it. And I'm like, they're not going to play it. You know? Yeah. So what, what do you think? Do you think they, of course, everyone has to make a tough choice, but. Oh yeah, that was a tough decision to make for the OHSAA, and you couldn't get a hold of them for three or four days. I mean, they were just swamped with people calling. But do you think there might have been a way they could have finished the season? I mean, without fans, even maybe. I mean, with winter. I mean, during that time, it was like we didn't know much about the virus, so maybe it was kind of like that. It was like maybe we should uncertainty. Yeah. So. I can see why. I don't know if they were on the winter ones in. I feel like they could have had a chance with spring, but I don't know. Like, uh, that one was just I Spring confusing. was tough. It was, yeah, it was in between. And actually, some of the schools, I don't know if there's any high schools in our area. Not in our area doing it, but uh, I know there's some schools, colleges that are doing spring football. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I think nearby here in Miss Enum, like, a bunch of D3 and D2 colleges are going to be doing it because... I have a few old. I have a few teammates, former teammates of mine, who are playing college football, but they didn't get the chance. Now mm-hmm. they're on to the spring to finally get their debuts. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, that's interesting. So I wonder. Now, last season, even col- colleges didn't play any spring sports, right? I don't think so. Um, nah. Well, yeah, I don't think they did. So that would give last year's. Seniors another year ed- eligibility. In yeah. Theory. So they they could have came back and played this year even if they yeah end up doing something. So I was I was glad I remember seeing like a news feed about that. That's like I think they announced that like in May or June or something like that. And I was like, okay, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And that they still it's a have that chance. And I, yeah, that's just it's crazy. Like it doesn't feel like it's almost been a year yet. <laughs> you know, it's just like. I feel like we just started doing this. Oh yeah, like I feel like it wasn't wasn't so long that like football all was returned and all that. Yeah, and now I'm just glad they got through football season this year. You know. Oh yeah. I, you know, it was a shorter season, but I, I, I kind of like the seven, and then everyone's in the playoffs. You know, that's oh, kind of yeah. interesting. I, oh yeah. I think that'd be cool to keep some version of that almost. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but. I, I know that um, they weren't going to change it. Uh, I know next season, depending on what all happens here, here they were supposed to do um, 
like go to a like seven like i think what they were gonna do was they were gonna go to a 12 team playoff system instead of a eight team okay. and they were gonna have like top four teams in each region in a bye and then something like that yeah they were supposed to do that i think going into this season is that or something like that or next season yeah, yeah. i remember them saying something about that um yeah that's that's good but how about how about what are what are some of your i know we talked 2021 goals mm. what are some of your long-term goals Ooh, long-term there's there's so much with long-term ermin that but so far long-term uh i mean so far i'm just wanting to produce some more like documentaries and that as yeah. one one other documentary what are, yeah what are some of those you have um, or thought ideas for yeah well there's the esports one then there's um i want to do one about uh the history of Cambridge high school basketball like boys basketball because oh, yeah. as like i looked up there's so much history behind that and plus it'll be it it'll be cool to it some like former players from the the teams that made to like the final four and all that during the mm-hmm. late 80s and 90s yeah and, and my dad he actually does like historic historian stuff for Meadowbrook. Mm. so he you know he's been digging a whole lot he has all the stats on everything i think all the sports really but he does uh he has film from like one of the first games or a game i don't want to be wrong about that but one of one of these games that they played in Meadowbrook Middle School that used to be the high school mm. in, from 1966. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's black and white, but <laughs> I I need to find I need to post that on our page somewhere. But it, I mean, it's it's crazy to look at. They've got, oh, yeah. you know, they've got. Uh, you look in there and everyone, they're just lined up, you know, around like the. There's stand. There, there's no room to stand. You know. Oh yeah. If the gym's just full. Every they have rope. So if this is the court, they have rope on the lines to keep people off the court. But if you can fit, you're in there watching it. And, you know, <laughs> I just it it's crazy to look at and just see how I think. I, I don't think necessarily high school sports have declined in in like you know population, but it's crazy to see just. You know, if you think back then, 1966, even up to the 80s, 90s, what were people going to do on a Friday night? Or oh yeah, you like, know, like, you, like you didn't have like video games. Yeah, you didn't have video <laughs> games. Nor I feel like back then, nor did you even have like nationally televised, mm-hmm. like a bunch of nationally televised college football and stuff like that. Yeah, and so now I just feel like it's a lot of, you know, they can almost if they can't watch the game live, especially this year, which they're not allowed to, go, but in a normal year. If they can't watch the game live, they're getting live updates anyway from Facebook, from Twitter, and they can sit at home. So it's just such a different atmosphere, I guess, right? And, yeah. And you almost get a, a feel of that when a team goes to the playoffs. You know, you get you get a little because the community's back around. You know, they're oh, always yeah. around, but they're back and they're like, let's they're rallied behind them. They want to watch it. So yeah, it's really cool to like, see see that. Like um yeah like when we when I went to the playoffs and that with Cambridge in 2016 into Johnstown, I remember as soon as we were, it was weird with Johnstown, as it was like the lot rooms were along with the press box and that, so you had to go down the steps past some of these, some of these um, home crowds mm-hmm. and that. 
and then you enter the field. As soon as we walk down, go down the steps, we look towards our side of the crowd, and our crowd over at our sideline was just packed. Like it was like, like we were just so shocked. Like it's like the pretty much the whole entire town. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like the first, as like I said, it was like the first time in ten years that we've been to the playoffs. So it was that part of it also, as it was mm-hmm. like. Like the last time they got to see it, some people were probably even in college when they exactly. last time they even yeah. experienced it. And that I, oh, I remember the the biggest game I remember being a part of. What are you doing with the coffee? <laughs> but uh, the biggest game I remember being a part of was I don't even know who was playing. I was probably seven or eight, maybe you know mm-hmm. around that age. But uh, I remember. I think I think my dad took me. It was a girls, no, it was a boys game, but it was a playoff game at Meadowbrook, so it wasn't it wasn't Meadowbrook playing, but mm. you know they would have the this. It was like a regional final, I think, at Meadowbrook, and they had both stands were just completely full, and then we sat in like you know where the student section is now, so we sat in that student section, and it was just you're just elbow to elbow with people, and. It was like it was just crazy because you know sometimes you'll get to those big games like that, but I, it might have been a Highland game actually, ah, and that that would explain it. I think it was Highland and someone else, mm. um, but uh, you know you're and I I remember the shot, but it was the end of the game, and this dude half court buzzer beater <laughs> to win the game, and wow, that place just <laughs> went crazy. I mean it it was it was ridiculous. Oh yeah, like. One of um, my very first times in to watch a high school football game, I probably went to a bunch when I was very little, but the one that I remember from 2006 was when my family and I went to go see Cambridge face Dover during the regular season, and that one was one of the best games because they were both undefeated and all that, and that... And it was really cool to watch Cambridge win that game. Like, so, it was such a close game and everything. And I think that time, like, there was so many great moments from it. Like, I think the one that my parents still remember, mostly my dad, what he remembers was there was a kicker for Cambridge, I think, that kicked it, like, all the way, like, it went out of the back of the end zone and that, and <laughs> that was, like, pretty much, like, one of the best kickers that there was in Cambridge. Yeah. That was until Eric Fox came around. Right, and he did. He did pole vault, too, didn't he? He was a oh, yeah. track he, and field. He's pretty good at that. Oh, yeah. Bro, I think he broke the school record for that, like, four times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was... I remember our best kicker was that I remember. I'm, I'm still very... But Josh Sills, you remember him? Mm. You remember yep. Josh Sills? <laughs> yeah, yep. he's still around. He's still playing some football, but oh, yeah. um, he could kick the ball. I'm, granted, he's massive. You know, he's a big dude, so he could send that ball down the field, but they had this big boot they'd put on him like a flat end and it just it'd go forever but now he's at oklahoma state yep. i believe right yeah he was at west virginia but uh i remember i remember senior year i was going to football camp with him and then mm. I, I, ended, I ended up playing but yeah that's crazy how he's he's a pretty good player oh yeah like i still remember back when he was like early in the high school i think it was like freshman or sophomore year for him was my brother's senior year because my brother still remembers facing him even sometimes really i'm in that so my brother he he's just still he's just still shocked like how 
this guy who he used to face mm-hmm. in his high school days is now possibly, well, he's now in college, but possibly a pro. No, oh, even. I think he'll go pro. I think uh, they had him in the top something. Uh, yeah, draft I, think, picks. I think they said that he was. Uh, I think that he was like one of like the round three or round four, which yeah. is really uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, now yeah. that would that would make him the second in around Ernie County to do that. The last time somebody did that was I think it was Doug Donnelly with I can't remember what year he was drafted. It was like sometime during the seventies huh. or something like yeah, that. I don't remember. I don't see. I I film a lot of sports and I I know some about sports, but I really don't. I focus. I, I'm I play too many video games. To be honest <laughs> with you, I play a lot of video games, but. Uh, yeah, so that's. I just think that's he's gonna be, and he. I think that he'll probably go this year. Oh yeah. Maybe with COVID, it might complicate some yeah. things. Yeah, and and plus, they're still wondering where the drafts gonna be. At. I think they, I see commercials on ESPN that said they're I mean Cleveland. Okay. And so I'm hoping that they are because that would be huge. You gotta like, go to them. <laughs> I mean, I if could. You can right? Yeah, if I can, I will definitely try to because. I think I heard that they're gonna try to do also something with over in the Hall of Fame in uh, there, yeah. do something with that as well. Like maybe they'll do, like maybe they'll do some of the, like the announcement of the draft picks there or something, mm-hmm. which I feel it would be cool because it's like it'll show like <laughs> some of these guys who are on the NFL like you would be here <laughs> or something like that like, in the oh, future. Yeah. That's cool. That is a good idea. Um, you have any other things you want to talk about before we close up? Um. I mean, I don't know. I probably want to talk more about like, like what got me like through fo- my football career. I don't know. Through football, yeah, go for it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so basically, um, the reason why I want to be a motivational speaker and all that was mm-hmm. throughout football, I started like coming up with like these motivational quotes of mine, and one of the first ones I remember was from my sophomore year. There was one kid who who was an upperclassman in that, who, by the way, you should play football, but then quit after a while, who uh, was listening on our on me and my teammates' conversations. And we were mentioning about this aim coming up week two and varsity aim against John Lynn, at John Lynn. And we're all mentioning about like, how we fit the aims in it and all that. And I immediately, I'm, I'm just like, I just hope I get to like, go in some, possibly into the aim for a varsity aim. Mm-hmm. And this guy starts laughing at at, at it and says there's no way you're gonna play varsity yeah. and then I, I have ignored that <laughs> at, and then I started like focusing on this one quote which was don't listen to what the critics say listen to what your heart says mm-hmm. and so I pretty much just did that and then the next day was the aim at John Lynn we had the lead 30 to nothing on them going in the fourth quarter mm. and midway through the fourth quarter we're on offense, and I hear one of the um, offense coordinators going like, "All right, JV's going in." And then after one play, I hear the wide receivers coach at the time. I feel it was far Jake Farp, I think. He yeah. he then uh, looks at me. It was Mikey. You're in, mm-hmm. and at me, I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, <laughs> go in, and the play I was bought in that one, but it was still pretty cool because it was like at that moment I was like. I was like, wow, just like, I ignored what the guy said, and I actually did what he didn't think would happen. And then that taught me that, like, that 
motivational quote was true. And then throughout my years, I've started hunting with other ones. Like uh, right before 2016 season, I put uh, a quote of mine, which highlighted me to doing more sports videos and to do the why I play football video, which was I wrote down in his journal where I write down some of my plays to remember mm -hmm. them on the bus rides. I wrote down um, the time to inspire people and the time to show people who you are and give it all you got is now. It starts yeah. now. So I, that one was also that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I have like so many motivational quotes of mine that are. Well, that don't, I follow. don't spoil them all here. We need to send them to your social media so they can see those, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. We'll get them there. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome. How about uh, you have anything else you want to say on that? Because that's, that's pretty cool. I like that. That's... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, my football career, pretty much what it taught me a few key things, which yeah, was, good... as number one, one of mine was, as a horse, that no, no matter who you are, you can still achieve a lot as i like i have autism and that but that didn't stop me from doing what i can in football yeah. and you're doing you're doing a lot still i mean you're doing oh. the sports production you know you're still out there doing amazing things oh yeah and then the second one of course was as like to like no matter what what you're playing in and whether it be like a big varsity aim or a small jv aim you Pretty much just give it all you got and also live up up the memory of it because for me it was like even though i didn't start in varsity i played a lot in jv so that one i i focused a lot uh and just had fun with it mm -hmm. in jv and it worked out a lot because uh, jv was so much was pretty much so much fun and was sometimes it was a little bit better than varsity sometimes i don't want to say that but <laughs> It was like, I still had a lot of fun doing that. And, and that horse, the last one was a horse to like cherish the me memories. Because it was like, because I didn't, for me, my career was shorter than some of the others. Like some yeah. of the others, they've been playing since seventh grade or even sixth grade hey, with Bitty Elite. But for me, it was only my sophomore year, year all the way to our, the senior year. Yeah. So it was like, I had to cherish those memories all i got as yeah and then coming down to senior night that was yeah that was oh i bet that was yeah yeah i mean we still had a couple of aims left but i was just that was like the most i've ride and then the member aim horse horse the final aim of the season yeah that one i got so mm -hmm. teary-eyed that one now do you think do you think um football you know from sophomore to to the end of the senior year do you think that kind of molded what you're doing now and, and you know, the sports media and, and the, even going into the motivational stuff? Is that, you think a lot of that stemmed from being part of that football team and, and playing with those guys? Oh, yeah, because it taught me a lot about life and never giving up and stuff like that. And plus, right as I was on the senior year, I knew that this was only my last of football as a I had no college people looking at me or anything, so mm -hmm. I was like, "I how can I continue this, Anna?" Like, so I looked in sports media, and that's how I got so yeah. good with store travels and stuff like that, and it kind of kept me in the sports world type of thing. Yeah, and you get to keep going to. Same with me. I mean, 
I don't do it as much because I like I like the business side a little more. But you know, you do you it's you still feel like you're part of it. You know, you get to go to the games, you get to be a part of, you get to talk to the team still. You know, so it's still a really good time. Um, oh but, yeah. You know, what do you what do you think about uh, you know moving forward? Are you going to stick? You going to be the guy on the field all the time? Or are you going to you can bring some more guys on. To... Um, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, so far it's just, just so far filming on the field, and then I want to end sometime with maybe commentating aim sometime. Oh, but yeah. but yeah, that'd be cool for some live streams or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Final remarks. What is something you want uh, people to know? Yeah, maybe someone's struggling how you did in, in, in school growing up or even, you know, maybe they're in college playing playing sports now or, you know, someone that got to move on to that next level. This is kind of a multi-tiered question, sorry. So we'll start with question one. So um, what what are some things you want, you want, you know, these kids to know, you know, that they can – some things that might help them make it through and, and know that they can make it? Uh well, of course, one would be, like, no matter how tough times are in, just keep your head up, and I'm sure things will go good for you in the future. Just focus on what your goal is is and all that. And also, if you have a dream, I'd rather chase it instead of watching it fly away. Yeah. Hey, friend, yeah. That's a good one. And the second part of that question, I guess, is, um, you know, now we're going to be talking to everyone people that are playing these college sports now that played in high school or, you know, what do you, you know, what do, what do you want them to know about, you know, how, you know, we, we do only get so many memories, you know, of our sports careers. Um, and they're, you know, they're still living these out. Even these kids in high school that might be seniors now might be juniors. Uh, they've got a few years left. If they go to college, they've got some more. If they go to the pro, they've got probably a lot more, <laughs> but you know, at some point that career does come to an end. Um, what do you want to tell them? Um, basically, it's to, like I said before, what I've learned is to like just cherish every memory that you got. Because, I mean, even if it's even if you don't know it's the last one, it could possibly like yeah. And that's what you know. Even if even if it's not senior night, if it, if it could be middle of the season, you never know what's going to happen. Right? Yeah. It could you could break a leg, you could get hurt, yeah. you could do you know you might. You're never guaranteed tomorrow, right? So yeah, and this you always year, want to make the most of it. And this year, I've taught a lot about that because yeah. high school football, as I still remember, when I was filming preseason returns, the moment when the Elmer announced, "Hey, we're returning to football," the eyes two weeks, no, two days later, going to their one and only scrimmage, and coach to them says, "As like, this is your." your chance we didn't know this one was element but now it's here and embrace it as he said they can handle it tomorrow right. but we're guaranteed this one shot yeah and i think that did kind of help i think that kind of helped put people's minds back in focus for the, not everyone but for the most part um because you know if you think coming off 2019 that was one of the best years really the country's seen you know as a whole i guess sports too yeah but, you know everyone was just so comfortable and and you know hey let's just go do this let's the economy was great. Everything was going really well. So I think, you know, 2020 was a really big reality check for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a, <laughs> some appliance over there. But, but yeah, so again, thank you. Um, 
Let yeah. people know real quick before we sign off. Let people know how to find you, where to find you, and any of the ads you have for social media. Uh, well, on YouTube, or they can find me on there under Lil Web. That's L-I-L, and then Web. And also, they can find me on Twitter under Lil Web F26. Okay. And then they can also find me on Instagram and all that under Lil underscore Web Ever underscore 26. Okay. And I've also started doing TikToks now. Uh, <laughs> so. Branching into TikTok. I haven't. You and Eli have both branched into TikTok, and I have not yet. I have not made that switch yet. I just can't get myself to do it. But thank you for coming. It's been a pleasure. Episode two is in the books. Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not, you can watch on YouTube. You can see Webb's beautiful face. <laughs> or mine. I don't know. Mine's not as pretty. But uh, thank you for watching or listening. If you're listening on Anchor, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Spotify, thank you for tuning in. And we will see you guys in episode three. Make sure you get signed up through the giveaway link to win the coffee machine that we showed at the beginning of the podcast. If you didn't see it, you can go look at it on YouTube. Um, check out some clips at otr.podcast on Instagram and our Facebook page, Caleb Grant Productions. You can see some clips there. But for the most part, if you want to hear the full in-depth conversations we have here with any of our guests, you're going to want to watch that on YouTube or follow us on Spotify. Uh, subscribe there or follow us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for watching. We'll see you later. Now get out of here.